0: My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works some mighty in despair. Nothing beside remains round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare. Below and level sand stretch far away.
1: Well, you, you know, I've had well over 200 kidney stones since the age of 18. Ouch! I'm I'm probably the world's foremost uh, non-doctor specialist on kidney stones' causes.
0: Well, you and Doctor Bill, i to, to do a Doctor Bill I'd do a podcast comparing notes on your kidneys and, <laughs> <laughs> and various systems related to that. Uh, oh man! He, he always has a good pee or poop story for us. Um, uh. Wow, well, we, right. we got a, we that'll got be our right end of the show. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, I nailed one of them. You, you, we've all been doing very well. It's kind of alarming, but hi, uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to your fear. Though we're the best, man. We're just the fucking best. We are the best Walking Dead podcast in the world, and that's right. You really can't prove it wrong. So, because uh, you're not listening, so how the hell are you going to prove it wrong? Hi David, at least you are, <laughs> and Dr. <laughs> Ellen, Professor Ellen, we know you're out there. Just kidding. Hi, welcome to your Fear the Walking Dead cast. I am now your uh, robot announcer, Scott McGregor, and we're doing season three, episode 14 tonight. El Matadero, judges?
2: El Matadero. I, I defer.
0: Matadero, okay. Um, we'll just just say it once, Beth, and we're going to splice you in whenever I need to say it. And and people will think that I know how to speak Spanish. No, I'm kidding.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'll fool them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm an an audio wizard, man. I I can do stuff. I I can do things. I have things.
2: Let's take a Uh, sip of your coffee. There.
0: There's some things here, coffee. Yeah. Adrenaline flavored. Get got the little spine floating around in there, Tim? No, I'm ready. Yeah, you get, you know, you little know too stick ready, and you can just get those spine pieces out and just spit them to the side, and you're good to go. Anywho, yeah, fresh coffee. Madison, Strand, and Walker drive a tanker to the trading outpost to meet with Lola and Daniel, and Strand uh, <laughs> it says what everyone else has already been thinking a lot, worries that things might go south when they show up to, uh, to the trade, empty-handed, basically, but Madison, of course, you know, reminds him that we're good. We've got bargaining chip-ophilia, Uh If all else fails,
2: um, I, anybody else love the line where I don't know? This is an hour later where Strand says, "You've been wasting all of our resources for basically from day one." Oh yeah, he yeah uh, huh. he calls her
0: out. I'm 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 saying right <laughs> off the bat here. I, we give uh, Kim Dickens and Madison a lot of shit. I give Kim Dickens probably more shit um, than most <laughs> of us, but. Uh, I thought she acted the hell out of this episode in general. I just wanted to get that on the table. I fully enjoyed her her uh, performance, mainly because it, she's showing the wear of a lot of her own actions, and it's starting to catch up to her. <laughs> Although we just did still have a couple of Magic Maddie moments that bugged me, but we'll get oh, to Oh,
1: gosh. This. No kidding. Um,
0: Ophelia and Crazy Dog ride in the back of the tanker, and Ophelia is growing weak and nodding off and falls off her perch and Madison and doesn't break her neck and yeah it was, and she did a full sp- splat too uh, and Talking Dead they were talking about the scene and she said there were like several takes you know where she like rolled and, and those would have probably been the more realistic ones to, to show to you know, to use to show that she could survive it, but the one they used was, like, splat. <laughs> you know? Wait, like, wait, she actually done. did that?
1: No. I, I, no. No, no. Okay. It was, it was a so. stunt double, and and they could they actually heard it from all around.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, they talked about it. Yeah, the stunt double got pretty fucked up. Well, it kind of brushed it off, and, you know, but her... She probably had a fracture in her chin
2: that she was just like, "No, I'm fine." And then, well, at the end of the day, that. went over to yeah. the ER to break. To, so I'm so going break some HIPAA laws. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, and obviously we we saw this coming. I I was hoping it wasn't coming, but who was it? Brian maybe called this one or. Brian or Beth? Or, I think Beth called this one. Yeah. Which one. Which one? Just that Ophelia had been bitten and wouldn't actually make it to Daniel, or it didn't look like she'd make it to Daniel. And I was like, that's crazy talking. You guys yeah. you watch. <laughs> and uh, so, and, and and Maddie's all ready to go have a little you know walk out back with Old Yeller, and uh, <laughs> that's the way I read it anyway. And Ophelia's like, "Fuck you, Madison. You promised me that you're getting get me to my dad," because she knows, she knows. And we uh, roll into the opening credits with our hearts breaking, and it's uh,
3: yeah. I don't you know. think it matters who who, who it is. You at least want to go home to your family.
0: If you're that freaking close, yeah. It's like, you you can watch me and do me if you need to, but fuck this, man. I've come too far, and, you know.
3: That's right. And
0: Scott's going to start a riot if I don't at least get to my father, so it's got to be done.
2: <laughs> well, I think you did <laughs> mention last week that they needed to at least... Uh... <laughs> Produce uh, Ophelia's body for David. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was that was my call. When you know Brian said it, I'm like, oh man, they they can't do us like that. I'll burn the I'll burn the fucking place down, man.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I'll take some adrenaline glands and fucking go. <laughs> I love. It. We're gonna get a little too much storytellers of Scott's drug life on this episode because me and Nick connected tonight. Um, <laughs> So Alicia eats dinner uh, in an abandoned building off on her little quest for for solitude, and she hears the car, readies a rifle, but of course it's Nick and Troy who have been tailing her. And Nick tries to convince her to rejoin the group, promising safety and numbers, and Alicia's like, Pfft, I just had like 50 people around me and I almost freaking died, and and that's the reason I almost died, fucking breathing all my oxygen. And uh, she tells Nick she knows how he feels, uh, you know, that she knows that he feels like he needs to atone, but it's not necessary for her or her mother. She's basically like, fuck mom, do what you got to do, man. Mom's nuts. (laughs) and You should probably (laughs) leave her. (laughs) She will get you killed. She's a fucking bad luck magnet, and somehow she gets, you know, I keep getting reminded of the the Irish guy in, in Braveheart, you know. The Lord tells me he can get me out of this mess pretty sure you're fucked. She's you know always going to be the
2: lone survivor, and all of her friends and family are just wasted around her. Um, now, do you really uh, believe Maddie's Maddie's having bad luck, or is she just experiencing karma? <laughs> a, little, a little from column a, a, little from column B. You know, just what,
0: what, was consequences this? of bad decisions mostly. Uh, oh yeah, But she exactly. never feels the brunt of them. Just people around her mostly. So that's the way I've been reading it, anyway. Brian, were you gonna say something?
3: I I think unfortunately ah. it's uh people are suffering. Those that aren't family suffer the product of Madison's absurd crazy plans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else that's family seems to just slide right on through.
0: Yeah, it's right. Actually your family's starting to smarter and up better than some other people and, and near the end of this, but
2: yeah, I yep. no, you got that right.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just one of my little Magic Maddie quirks or complaints. Uh, now, yes. w- w- now was that first conversation between
1: Nick and Troy where Troy confirmed my suspicion?
0: No, not yet. Yeah, we're getting there. Ah, uh, I think we all have, like, contemplated ahead. this for a second. Or, or for, you know.
3: <laughs> Hold your horses. <laughs> it, was,
0: it was out there floating around. I know we've talked about it several times, but I think we're almost there. Uh, Madison's group arrives at the outpost a day early, and Strand reminds Madison that the outpost guards will kill Ophelia if they think she's sick and bitten, but Madison insists that they must enter and you know, get her a bed and some medicine keep her alive for daddy. And Madison's group hands over the weapons, Ophelia studies herself, and the guard waves her through. But Madison sells part of the rifle stash to pay for entry, so that's gonna go over well. Why uh, didn't also- she just sell the other walkie-talkies? Yeah right. I don't know. There could have been something else in there that they could have bartered with. You would think, but they could have
1: sold
3: Ophelia's brain stem. Sure. Oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, what she? Too soon. They'd be like, "Yeah, here we got some insurance on this one. She'll be she'll be valuable in about an hour." Uh... Yeah right.
3: <laughs>
0: we'll let you have her. Sign here. <laughs> She's got a donor card already. There you go. Uh... So Madison uh, sets up Ophelia inside a room, goes to find some painkillers and other things, and uh, Walker stands guard. Strand tells Madison that they're wasting uh, their resources on Ophelia, but agrees to see how things play out with Daniel. They're you know, basically doesn't have much of a choice. Well, maybe he does. He uh, can cut it. Yeah, maybe, uh, or sell everybody out. Um, <laughs> prediction, prediction. And Nick says goodbye to Alicia and gives her a map. And uh, Nick and Troy drive to the outpost. And, uh, How many maps are of- floating around in the apocalypse here? Uh, well, there's probably plenty. You know, people still made maps. And, and you know, there's, it's one of those things that a lot of survivors probably aren't going to go for first when they hit a, like, convenience store. Uh, you know, not going to be top priority on a lot of I people's t- lists. I
1: tell you, I tell you, all you got to do is look for any car that's got a pizza thing on top. There's a Mapsco <laughs> in there.
0: Yeah, maybe. And
1: and as early back as as far back as 2010, you know, we did get Google Maps, but it wasn't really all that great then. So Mapsco is still the way to go for those guys. Yeah.
3: Excuse me, but it was probably a woman's reps go where I'm sure Madison wrote it down on a piece of paper. you turn right at the seven eleven you go <laughs> yeah. straight until you reach the Kroger and then when you see the yellow car, you hang a right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten directions exactly like that a <laughs> like wrong turn at the Albuquerque herd. <laughs>
2: I once got directions like that at night. <laughs> yeah, turn left at the tree. I can't see the fucking tree.
3: <laughs> I was going to say, I hope it was well lit. <laughs> I'm going
2: to have to write down directions to
0: get me into the Bronx and back here sometime next week and going on a little road trip but without GPS, so it should be interesting. Anyway, uh, 90 to 87. But here we go, the, the most important scene <laughs> of the whole episode. Nick and Troy, and Troy tells Nick that they're they're more alike than Nick thinks, you know, because nobody uses that line too much. Uh, and he also tells Nick that he stayed at the ranch because he loves him. Troy did not say if the feelings are reciprocated, however, but I think we all know it is. Uh, so the bromance is off and running, and fan fiction is being written that I never want to read. <laughs> I won't. So fuck you listeners. If you want us to do reviews of weird walking dead fan fiction ain't happening, find another podcast.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're sitting there talking about like slash fiction on these guys when everything that could be far worse than slash fiction was done in this episode.
0: Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) You know? No, that's still the one line that they won't be able to cross, though, somehow. We can can show you eating fucking zombie adrenal glands, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, or or slathering at each other down in zombie blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Symbolism, homoerotic symbolism is always so much better than just kind of putting it out
2: there. It's a quiet just, it's just muffled artistic.
1: embrace as the herd goes by like a Mardi Gras at night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was some uh, good, good drug footage. It was like right up there. It was through and Loving in Las Vegas. like drug... Vibe footage, uh, to be sure. So I'm told, so uh, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, but Madison gives some Vicodin to Ophelia as Ophelia sleeps. Walker tells Madison that she's doing the right thing by honoring Ophelia's request. So it was another good scene. Said I thought Kim Dickens killed it in this one, and so did the guy playing taco. Uh, and you know, just that the all you can do basically is is you know, we're at the end of our rope here, so might as well do something honorable, even if it gets us killed. He literally says, he's like, hey, even if it gets us killed, at least you did one fucking right thing in your life, Madison. (laughs) Oh, there you go. So So Alicia scavenges for food inside of a burger joint, and she procures herself a tub of uh, potatoes from the kitchen but hides in the playground ball pit. Another great scene, but I do have a nitpick about it. And she sees a herd of infected, um, so that's why she's hiding in the ball pit. And of course, there's an infected little girl in there uh, who attacks, and Alicia stabs her through the head. You
2: know, you know, what would have been a big surprise in this in
0: this scene. Not having a zombie exactly in the ball pit. Yeah, yeah, that would have actually been a nice twist because.
2: There's Let's always a zombie in the this. ball pit
0: or under the water or covered up somewhere. Why is there a zombie in the ball pit? someone just forget their child when the fucking apocalypse started and didn't get them out? Or People forget they, their
2: children now.
0: Yeah, apparently. I just was commenting on a story about that today <laughs> on the Facebook. You don't need the zombie apocalypse for that. No, but so I, I guess that makes sense now. So ignore what I just said, but it's, it just strained the logic. My new girlfriend's always laughing at our attempts. The to,
2: probably started in a ball pit.
0: To talk about logic on a zombie show, but I'm like, it's what we do. Uh, the kid,
1: the kid, the kid got in me. there and died of a case of pink eye.
0: I, yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought she looked a lot like uh, zombie Sophia over on the other show briefly.
2: Honestly, my first thought during this scene was they still have ball pits.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what's the actual health, uh, shelf life of those balls? Will they deflate? gradually because they those look like pretty fresh balls in the pulpit. I haven't seen a bulb anywhere in years. Okay, so so over on the Preacher Cast we we've broken our personal record for um, mentions of anal sex recently, so go listen to that if you're interested. And now we have probably officially broken <laughs> our record of the mention of the word balls on this, and I'm excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> I like to, you know,
2: plow through <laughs>
0: new ground like that, and and set the records for the Two True Freaks Network. It's this is the standard we we the standards we keep for the podcast we make for you folks.
3: That's right.
0: Nothing That's but cool. the best. Balls, Chocolate salty balls. There, Oh. <laughs> I think we just nailed it, and there will be a clip of that song in here. Just stick my balls in your mouth. Oh, man, not great balls of fire.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, with all, oh, this, balls. with all the sensitive sexual stuff going on in Hollywood and stuff these days, I don't know if we want, uh, I married my 13-year-old cousin, Jerry G. Lee Lewis, in the mix. I don't know if we want to endorse that right now. I guess Chocolate, we'll just have balls. to settle, or big balls. Yeah, or big balls. We can do that. I haven't, haven't heard right. That yeah, in a yeah. <laughs> there will be some ball-related music coming up soon, kids. So wait for it. <laughs> Keep listening. Don't you know? Always stay for after the credits. Give my a
2: Listen. There you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm silly. My coffee's. Uh, Cup is empty. The infected enter the restaurant. uh, A woman strides in and and slaughters the herd with a pickaxe, and she severs their fingers and pulls their teeth and walks off with the potatoes. And again, we've seen multiple. Seriously,
3: it was a badass pickaxe.
0: Oh yeah, she's like, but it's
1: too. It was too long. It was. It it should have been shorter. better control I mean mean, she's sitting there swinging that thing from a distance and there's going to be close quarters that thing's not going to work so well I didn't think it's better not to get too
3: close to you with you know (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: as long as she doesn't get herself with it
0: right there's that too only oh, yeah. well, you could ruin a powerful black woman killing zombies with a fucking pickaxe, Brian. I mean, what-
1: hey, hey, I love, uh, I love a powerful black woman killing zombies with a samurai sword.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <what>? that works. <laughs> Next, I want to see one with a chainsaw. <laughs> but- sure.
0: I think <laughs> Ash versus Evil Dead might actually have a trademark on that, so we might. Not, no, we might no, I, I, tra-
1: actually, <laughs> uh, Snyder's Dawn of the Dead has the chainsaw on the person moment. Uh, if you remember when they're in their little uh, Ram bus, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I guess if we have infinite gas for cars, we can have infinite gas for chainsaws. Sure, why not? But man, you can't beat a good old pickaxe. Um
0: Yeah, this is like uh, Michonne's West Coast friggin' sister. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but and again, like we've seen so many different ways to die horribly on this show, and and some of them cringe me out, and some of them don't. The taking of the fingers and the teeth, that was some of the nastiest shit I've ever seen. I can't stand little personal shit like that. You know, mow down 100 people, you know, with a fucking cheese grater zombie kill over on the other show and nothing. But this, like, just...
2: Yeah. Did, did this bother you more than uh, the eyes from last season? Uh, you no, know, it's,
0: it's... a tied for first. It's like, eyes are used now, eyes are almost always first place uh, in the, the skeeve factor. So, this is the close second, definitely. Uh, I don't know. N- Needles.
3: But I, I understood needles. immediately. bothered <laughs> me. I I understood immediately why the hell she was doing it. I mean, you're talking about a Mexican market where you you need to be able to trade and sell. And definitely, superstition is going to run rampant in magical. So, you know, I already knew that even daryl's ears would have sold well in the market that oh, yeah. he was cutting off
2: <laughs> so, well, yeah.
3: I,
0: and yeah that's been a, a running theme through this whole series so it's not out of place at all that you know they would go for the, the superstition um, you know magic uh magic angle like that and i think it's great they do little details like that it's freaking awesome Nasty but awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick finds oh uh, here was the other inevitable I think you called this one too, Brian, that uh Nick would have a relapse, and as he said, he finds Madison sleeping. Madison, who earlier, whoa, I might add, whoa, 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 yeah,
1: she she tells Tucker She tells oh, go Taka to sleep. not
0: to fall asleep, and, and then she, she falls, oh to
1: man, he just want a bitch slapper.
0: Yeah, that that was one of the the bad Maddie moments of, of this particular episode. And not even necessary; she could he could have just gone on in and like saw her nodding off and had been like let me relieve you for a while mom but they literally let her fall asleep hypocritical bitch sorry <laughs> so he watches over her and of course uh, is looking at those Vicodins and they're looking tasty and he goes in, and jumps in feet first and pops one in his mouth and Alicia spots the woman's car in a parking lot um, she reaches inside to steal the potatoes that the woman stole from her and the woman, Diana, that we learn her name is, shows up and threatens to kill her. But Alicia's got the distance weapon, so I don't know how that was going to work. Uh, and so
3: is Dirty Diana Dirty
0: definitely? Di- <laughs> <laughs> oh, to make me break a lot of copyright laws. Uh, oh
3: this week, my God! You? you know, I go back to thinking about her pulling the teeth and yeah. and oh, just they're so gross. <laughs>
0: We got—we gotta say for David Pasquale, who probably doesn't watch the show still, there, there was this great—in her little trinkets there, she made this great little tooth ring that she had, <laughs> which is just the nastiest thing ever. And You're lucky you don't watch Dave; it would scar you.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, and Alicia's like, "No, thanks. I, I, I'm good."
0: Yeah, yeah, we
3: watched.
0: Good <laughs> after. No good, no good luck charms to me. No, I'll, I'll rely on my M16 here. Thanks.
1: Yep. Oh, right. Which I keep putting down instead of shouldering. And have you noticed that she keeps putting it down on different places instead of shouldering it when she wants to climb up somewhere? Or...
0: No, not really. But you mean points it down at the ground instead of... No, she, she'll, like, like when she went for the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she, she put it on, on the foot of the car, didn't she, or the top of the car?
1: No, she put it on the counter. When she was in a restaurant and oh, she okay, saw the yeah. potatoes, she put the gun down to go up there to get
0: it and yeah, then now, thought, she, go ahead no go ahead
1: well and then when she was going to steal the potatoes back out of the cart, she did have it shouldered and it probably should have caught on the roof of the car if she bent in there I mean anytime I've ever had something on my shoulder you know and tried to get something out of a car <clears throat> you know I, I, I hit it and <laughs> I have to take whatever I've got got there off to be able to get get something out of the car it's just you know it the world works too easy for her I, and I know that's something sad to say in a zombie apocalypse but man should be a little bit harder
0: <laughs> I'm just amazed that uh, no I think it actually shows that I thought there was kind of an intentional intentional on the writers to show that Alicia isn't maybe quite the badass survivor she thinks she is that she's like all about yeah I can do this on my own but particularly when she's you know confronting Diana. And like what we're talking about right now is that she does. Yeah, I think Diana stares her down and figures out this girl's not going to shoot me,
2: right? You know? Yeah,
0: And I think Alicia's a little surprised that she can't, you know, or, or doesn't have it in her herself, and so she she goes the diplomatic route
2: <laughs> 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 or thra-
0: threatens to shoot the 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 gas um, tank, but which I don't know if she we were expected to believe everything would blow up or that's what she thought Diana would believe, but. I, now, what kind happen? of idiot shoots <laughs> a gas tank that close? No, yeah. not a great idea. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't quite understand that either. She's you know, she's just like go find another car, bitch. You're just going to puncture the gas tank. Things don't cars don't actually blow up like that. <laughs> I don't know if they would have gone there or not, but I'm hoping this uh, this show has a little more realistic. Physics than the other one most we're, of the time, so we're
1: talking about a show with people walking after they're dead. I I don't think they're that concerned about realism.
0: Yeah, well, you are, man. You're like worried about where the gun is placed. <laughs> the, I know, right? The top of car. I mean, I think you're king of the nitpicks on this
2: show, bro. Yeah, but this,
0: <laughs> no, so the, there's still
2: got to be some rules.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is so, true. Yeah. This is true. But but see, the thing is, TV rule is if you shoot a bullet within five feet of a car, the Gas tank will
2: explode. Yeah, uh, most of the so, time. I mean, there've been. So- well, I believe those rules that uh, kind of got came down from Schwarzenegger films.
0: Generally, <laughs> yeah, it's, we can blame it on the eighties to be sure. Yeah, <laughs> in general.
1: Well, no, the the eighties actually canceled it out with the eighteen, A- where you could fire fifteen thousand ballista would not hit anyone or anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, cars still blowing up and stuff, but nobody in them. You know, or they get out just in time, and, and you know. Blowback isn't an op isn't an issue. You can stand next to an exploding car and not also be slaughtered. But let's not even get into G.I. Joe's lasers that never hit anything. But
3: you know, I, I can I wanna go back to the whole uh, with Alicia threatening to kill Diana. You know, because she she makes a comment to her that she doesn't want to have to do that, but she will. She has to.
1: She does, and but I, think I think
3: she's I think the fact that she's just killed all those people who were living is still truly affecting her. And I, I really believe that scene, that she doesn't want to do it. Oh, I so, believe she doesn't want you to. You know, for her I'm for not her sure she has the
2: capacity to do it. You,
3: you yeah. think? See, I think she does. I think if she's put into that predicament, she, she definitely will. But she's asking her, just let me get my shit and go.
1: Yeah. Is, I she, think, is she being Carol or is she being Morgan? I
0: don't know. Well, I, no, I think if Diana started rushing at her with a pickaxe, Diana been done. I think she would definitely take the shot. I don't think she's just going to stand there. But uh, I think her bluff was called, kind of. I, I said I think Diana saw into her soul for a minute. And, like, whether she would or not, she's like, this woman doesn't really want to kill me. You know, we, we right. kind of do brief allies here and, and get some shit done and not have to have bloodshed. So. You
3: see, but I felt that way about Diana, too, that she didn't want to harm her, even though with all the threats. Right. You know, the best way was to just share the damn potatoes. I got kind of a
0: hope. I, yeah. Well, no one I, I wanted I to
2: share the potatoes.
3: That, that, that was the problem. Be, well, at first, they didn't, but If you're at a stalemate, that's the best thing to say, and and Alicia did, so, you know.
0: Well, I think also it it makes narrative sense, too, that people this early on in things are going to be a little less likely to want to kill another living person, you know, because they haven't all figured out that every you know, they haven't gotten years of paranoia going on yet and years of being almost eaten and multiple other things, uh, from people that originally looked trustworthy, you know, so they still, you know, Rick's just like, I will kill anybody. That's not my family. Basically at at this point,
2: Rick just woke
0: up. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. About three months or so into it, probably two, three months. Um, but what I'm saying is the older group that we're seeing now on the other yeah.
2: show is pretty a lot more ruthless than Well um, now you when know, the other show we went to humans <laughs> on humans now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're 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 definitely over the niceties. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. The world in that show the world has already been, has become what it is. This world is still changing. But I think this was also still the
0: I think maybe Alicia will be back with the crew for the finale. I don't know. I think this showed some chinks in her armor already about like I can do this all alone. She Well was he what was she bring her friend? I don't know. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have to. I mean
1: the thing is is it is that for the last couple months the cast has been shrinking. And exponentially, you know, and they (laughs) do they do need to, to, you know, raise some cattle, so to speak, on on some basic characters. I mean, you saw saw that on on the regular show, The Walking Dead, that they, you know, were able to build up a good stable of people before, you know, they really started chopping them down. And we never got a full stable of people here. We've had just the the core. And then, you know, everybody else is coming gone.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but hold on now, because they're about to introduce the whole a whole flock of people at the dam. So yeah. you know, yeah, at the dam we really, we really only met them. Even
2: yeah,
0: at the well, dam, we only really really met, met a handful of people, though. Just Lola and Efren are really going to be the only major players going forward, assuming they make it out of the season. Who knows? There may be two people left after the. You know, it may just be the Clark's after the season, for all we know. Um, so, who knows, uh, if, if they're really moving towards the news we'll talk a little bit more about later, um, which we, I think we talked about the, the crossover thing last week, too, but we'll maybe go into it a little more afterwards. Well, something again. something new came out today. Oh, really? I'm going to miss that one. Okay. We'll, we'll chat about that in a moment, then. Remind <laughs> me, Mike. Uh, where are we here? Did I even introduce you guys at the beginning oh, of the show?
3: We were at... No, Hell, we didn't Alice. say hola. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. But I'm hey, so... On we this week. <laughs> we were at uh, Alicia and uh, the, the car. And right, yeah. This little standoff there.
0: And they, they do agree to, to, to share their potatoes instead of blowing up the, the car eighty style. But now now my favorite uh, favorite scenes start coming here, um, more of the Nick and Troy show. At the outpost cafeteria, Nick joins Troy at the table and orders some tequila. And then Troy's like, oh, you don't drink, man. Nick asks the waitress where they can find the slaughter, well, find, you know, some good drugs, basically. And she says, you have to go to the slaughter yard. And Nick pops another pill and downs the tequila. And Troy finally joins him. Peer pressure. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Nick's probably zooming right along at this point. Guards capture <laughs> uh, yeah. Guards capture Strand, and uh, he sneaks around the outpost. Strand demands to see John Proctor and says he has something that John will want, which my prediction, again, will be, like, maybe, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think mean, he's might be selling out the dam or something. Which, if that's the case, that's kind of lame. If, like, if Victor Strand is only going to exist on, like, information guy, You know in in this world then that's kind of bullshit in my opinion i'm going to call it out right now that it's not like you know you're the one that's from america at this point victor i'm pretty sure most of these people know where that fucking dam is and know that it's got water you know it's like there there is a chain of of communication obviously in this in this setting of the apocalypse at least right now because i mean people know about the market and they know you know that it's a very well-organized thing that's going on and so i don't think victor is an information broker makes a lot of sense anyone else want to chime in on that
1: well i mean the thing is he's going to be able to tell them how many people are there how many guns are there yeah or he's going to be able to tell them hey this group that's with me they got guns that they're going to trade for water or hey we've got a truck out here that's got a crap ton of water in it or, but he's already, I but mean,
3: see, I don't know if it's necessarily about that. They said that he's trading information, but what kind of fucking information could he possibly be setting up for what's to come? I mean, I'm just, uh, I just. Or don't even what resources?
2: Because well, strand doesn't mention, necessarily need to have accurate information to be
0: stranded. Well, no, that's no, otherwise.
3: that's true.
0: Still waiting for him to get bitten in the ass for that one, because, yeah, he keeps making up these half deals, that, like Madison, deals that he can't really absolutely deliver on, and, yeah, because what has he got to trade? They've already, she's already traded half their guns, which he mentioned, and they have, you know, they're they're going to get water, Um all the gold's gone. It's like they don't really have much as far as resources that he points out that, you know, because uh, Madison's squatter know. And they uh, left so. everything else back at the at the homestead. So that's I what look- I'm thinking. The only thing he's got left is, yeah, inside information. I guess you're right, Brian. He could feed them, like, yeah, troop strength and things like that, but it's like, huh, I don't know. Or
1: there's a bunker you know, if- full of supplies over at this ranch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: but I, I want to just mention one other thing. How in, okay, this was just a thought of mine. How in the hell do they park that truck with all the fucking water there without having p- people just swarm the fucking truck? You have truck? to
0: leave somebody to guard it, yes. Yeah.
3: But at this point, no one is.
0: Maybe uh, the market itself has some kind of, like, security force or, you know, Cameras with batteries set up, or I don't know, suspension uh, display was, stuff.
3: You know, I uh, was just rest- the, that's
1: like, one, another oh, one of hell? those out of that's one of those out of sight, out of mind things they're hoping on, where yeah. they just they don't cover it, so you don't think about it. Hopefully, yeah, every
0: show, every movie ever does show huh. like that. And yeah, it's just kind of the necessary evil of the editing process that you just can't show every detail. Uh, it's nice when they try, and then some movies and TV shows go way out of their way to do it, and I love those kind of things. But you know, I forgive a lot too. But it's why we're here—to pick apart little things like that. Yep. I love it because you'll never hear this on *Talking Dead* because they can just it's,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez,
3: it's hard for,
2: AMC's paying you know, them, but you got it's you got to give.
1: It's hard to
3: believe with. With water being such a hot commodity and those who are uh, starving for water just to survive that they're just going to go unnoticed. Fuck that. No way.
0: I guess, I mean, I guess we can presume that, you assume that uh, if you made it to the market and have anything of value to trade, then you probably got, you know, basics like at least water for yourself and shit. You know, covered, so you don't need to be looting everybody you see. And as I said, there's got to be significant guard contingent to just like make everybody keep their hands off something that's not theirs. So. Again, with the, the strand selling things to Proctor, though, I mean, sure, I mean, like Madison had the deal with the, you know, for the the guns for water and stuff with with someone inside the camp. But I mean, you still got to think all that info filters through Proctor, and he knows about it, and like. You expect it's, him to know more than Strand does and to be like... You know, but see, sense.
3: that's that's why I said what I said, because what if Strand is giving information about all the water that's just sitting in the damn parking lot for takes?
0: Could be too, yeah. Um, which, I don't think that'll end well for him if that's the case. Uh, <laughs> I hate to No, I'm not even going to go there. Never mind. Edit point... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to say. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll leave it in there. Maybe I won't. But I, I did want to say this uh, This woman, Diana, um, the, the way the social media and world works, and it, and it should, is like I've always kind of – Strand is like you kind of know he won't be killed so far because he's literally like the only – african-american on this entire show (laughs) and if they did somebody would come out of the woodwork and be like that's bullshit man what the fuck you know lack of diversity despite you know hundreds of of latino actors on this show Uh, (laughs) and even some Maori, you know earlier Um, so i mean if they did bring diana into the crew it would it would open up the doors for strand to go bye-bye is all i'm saying <laughs> you know they'd be safe at least temporarily uh, And as i said it's is rightfully so there should be as much diversity on the show as possible but they, they know to walk on eggshells enough not to not to do stuff like that so strand has been safe you know if for no other reason that reason and i probably will cut that out but because I'm just hearing crickets from you guys, so you, you <laughs> it. I'm not touching it.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I happen to agree with you. I think that that could be a very dangerous situation if you try to bring in two African-Americans and then you're wondering, okay, who's going to get killed? Who are they keeping? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm saying that that would make you know at least Strand or her less safe than they are now by, by right. being exactly. Oh,
3: but I I do think it would be great if they were to able to to be able to bring in another Mexican, I mean another African American who can speak Spanish. I love the flow of the dialogue when they talk with Daniel in Spanish.
0: Yeah, and oh, you just too. don't
3: anticipate that. I I think that's that's almost somewhat rare and I think that's a wonderful way to say everyone should learn Spanish at some
0: point yeah no I think you will see actually a nice hybrid of it in the uh, in the finale and that you'll have Daniel Efren and, and Lola all talking you know Spanish together you know and, and not and then maybe he'll speak some English to the Clarks when he needs to or he'll translate for them but I think we're going to get a lot of Spanish in the next couple episodes and I love it Love it. Wish I'd paid better attention in school.
3: I do, too. I'd love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, where are we? Okay, yeah, here we go. Uh, Nick and Troy are walking around. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I'm getting way ahead of myself, because we got to do the, the sad scene first. So Madison waits Ophelia to go meet Daniel, who's almost there, and she suggests that Walker stays behind, citing fear of how Daniel will react as the reason. And, and here's my second natty Maddie nitpick of the, of the day because I thought it was like a huge dick move completely and unfounded. Because Walker's literally the only reason that Daniel is going to get a goodbye at all. He's the one that saved Ophelia in the desert. So right. why the fuck would Daniel True. be mad at this guy at all? I thought it was just. You guys have I, any
3: I agree.
1: Well, no, no, I mean, the thing is, is that we're talking about, in each case, saying goodbye. Yeah, and I mean she's had a relationship with Taka. Yeah, don't we don't know how in depth that was, how much he cared, how much she cared, but there's that you know you got to say goodbye to that person. Oh, but you got to say goodbye, Dad. Who do you say goodbye to? You know, who do you really say goodbye to? Because you're only going to get one chance there. <laughs> so yeah. get get it out of the way now and get him out of there so he is not a factor. Let Daniel say his goodbyes with his time. That that made sense to me. I mean, she didn't say it like that, but that's what it it looked like to me. To me, it just
3: sounded like she just wanted to take credit so that she could try to form a bond and a relationship with Daniel that she did it all for him.
0: Oh, so Beth joins the cynical side with me, I guess. That's, <laughs> we're horrible people, aren't we? <laughs>
3: well, I don't trust her like that.
0: I don't either. I like Brian's version better, except it makes me like, you know, it's more honorable. It makes me like Maddie. Um, although this episode might be about Madison being broken down so far at this point that she is just doing the honorable thing to finally, you know, even if it's bad she always makes bad decisions, but you know, she's finally resigned to the fact that it's like, oh, fuck well, I might die because of all this shit that I've brought down on the world, finally and I guess I need to accept that so, I I did like her journey in this episode, I, I did like her acceptance of some of these things and not just a willingness to do what Strand wanted her to and just be like, fuck this, you should not you know, we shouldn't even be spending these resources on her let her die. Let's get the fuck out of here. You know, don't even deal with Daniel.
3: It was the most human I've ever seen Maddie. Yeah. Be,
0: in a while. Anyway. Uh, yeah. You,
3: you know, the fact that she puts herself in, in his situation and it's just unimaginable about what you could be feeling. You, yeah. you you can't you can't imagine since so she hasn't had to go through it, you know that was just gut wrenching.
0: Yeah, uh, I do like your take on it, Brian. I'm going to go with that in my my head canon That the Maddie's like she compartmentalized there. She's like, yeah, just do it now, Walker. You know, you take your special time with her, and then we'll get her to her dad. So yeah
3: oh hell i i jumped ahead sorry
0: <laughs> no 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 we were right there still but yeah now she helps ophelia walk to the parking lot and you know ophelia is pretty much you no know, she's she's going so she kind of asked madison to almost asked madison to put her down right there basically she's like i don't want dad to even see me like this you know but she's like no he's you know you gotta hold on uh and she tells Madison to tell Daniel that she was looking forward to getting to know her father and, and Madison's like you knew your father just fine don't die with that on your conscience and she dies Daniel arrives and goes straight to Ophelia and cries and pulls a gun on Matt. He, I, I love this scene man. ruined blades just ripped it up in this one too and just he's like get away from us or I will shoot you yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. yes you will you better listen to her <laughs> better listen to him Maddie and, yeah, goes straight to Ophelia as a, just a ridiculously heart-wrenching scene. Pulls the, yeah, pulls the gun, and, and we see off in the distance, he puts her down. Um, Nick and Troy walk around the outpost in the haze, and Nick... Actually,
1: wait, 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 wait a second. Uh, wait a second. Now, we've been watching, you know, Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead for long enough that don't you get that, that feeling of apprehension like when someone is hugging someone that just died. Oh, or like yeah. Daniel oh, yeah. had their, right there. Same, and Daniel Daniel's sitting there holding her and I'm just like, Okay, okay, she's dead. Put her down. She's dead. Put her down. Put her down. Put her down. I'm sorry. You know, if it's my wife and I'm holding her, she dies, oh babe. Okay. Oh babe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Get the knife. Get I'm the gun. Sure. Do, do your job. Then hug her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. Good point. I don't know why that slipped my mind, but yeah, it was a very tense scene of of Daniel. And yeah, I, I thought too for a minute. It's like, oh, maybe maybe they're gonna do it. Maybe we're gonna. What, what's funny is the rest of the salazars is right here. Is on uh,
1: the Talking Dead. The the guest uh, star on, on Talking Dead was Lisa Edelstein, who played Cuddy on House. If you ever watched that show, mm-hmm. and she's sitting here, at, you know, talking about the exact same. Thing she's sitting there saying, okay, how long yeah. is it gonna be before she turns? Yeah, and she's thinking he's gonna bite her, bite by Daniel in the neck. And I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. I'm but just I
3: Really like pleased to see that that didn't happen. Yeah, you know, I think I, I think the way that they did it was, although heart wrenching, it was beautiful not to see that they had to take everyone out was such a gruesome death the way they have in the walking dead this scene was actually really beautiful between a father and a daughter and it, it did kind of make me really glad that madison didn't put her out of her misery before her dad got there yeah
1: yeah that's, you a know. Re- that's a really good point, though, that you make, is that on The Walking Dead, every death, major character death, was always bigger and badder and more gruesome than the one before. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and when, when they started doing things like Everybody Ate Chris or, or uh, you know, obviously Glenn or whatever, you know, it was always just amping it up. And we haven't seen that here. You know, of course, when, when the show first started – we were sitting there, they, they they, gave us those cues that we saw in The Walking Dead that led us to know, oh, something's about to happen, but nothing would happen. Right. And it was really, really cool. And they kind of got away from that for a while. But now this this is, a you know, the first real sign of, of something like that. Because Ophelia definitely was what we consider major character. She was there from the first episode. Yeah. yeah. And, and yet, you know, they didn't sit there and make it this grand spectacle of, of yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is an excellent point, and I like it, because, I mean, the other show just has kind of gotten to the point of, yeah, outdo ourselves, torture porn, you know, at this point. Yeah. Gore porn, and it's just, uh, it's not always necessary. Although, I've got to say, if they had gone there, I thought it would have been completely justified and kind of almost, uh, I almost expected it, because we literally had the parallel earlier on of, like, the husband and wife, you know, and the husband... you know get bitten basically or gummed anyway (laughs) and taking them both out Um, and I could see Daniel just giving up at that point that's the rest of his family and and letting her do it or at least taking them both out you know while she's doing it Um,
3: yeah in the middle of his grief you just want to go with your your you know your children You, you have no reason to live anymore why not so now,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a prediction. I think I I do have a feeling Daniel might die this year. I, I think I don't think they're going to live at the da- damn long. I think there's going to be a major conflict in the next, you know next episode he may do the final stand thing to help the Clarks escape um I'm just gonna put that out there as a prediction so I'm glad he's gonna stick around that long but I, I don't think he's gonna last out the season for some reason uh, just a vibe I have uh, probably not I I think though that he had already put
1: his eggs you know in 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 the basket of um what's her name um Lola. Lola. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so he's he still has something that te- for, yeah. that tethers him that that, that yeah. you know to live for, and of course Ephraim is going to be the the tipping point. He is going to force I, things on them. That's gonna that's gonna make the dam a place that they have to run away from. Even though I, usually, it's right that, yeah. usually it's Maddie. Usually it's Maddie that that is the reason everybody has to leave.
0: Even the uh, <laughs> previews kind of support that. He's just, again, like, screaming, it's like, give the water to the people, yeah. you know? Well, I mean... Yeah, like, I think you're right. He's going to, yeah. like, go turn a, turn a fucking valve somewhere and and probably, you know... Flip all hells gonna break, loose. Yeah. yeah.
3: You see, I think that uh, Strand is going to be the one who is going to make Ephraim right. I think he's the reason Aferin will say, I told you, I told you to do this, and the yeah. whole time Strand was behind it, of course.
0: Probably. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Strand get washed away, frankly. I just, I'm not buying that his, his diplomacy and, and con man skills are, are he's getting Madison type magic lately, and I just, I don't think his... You know, unless he ends up literally throwing everyone under the bus, you know, I I don't see, it's not realistic that he keeps getting away with what he is and someone hasn't just put a bullet in him yet.
3: Or take an arm and a leg, because that's what most (laughs) Mexican mafia will do if they uh, don't take your life.
0: Well, they may have to, you know... update their, their methods because you just take someone's arm and then they, they have the threat of becoming something worse later yeah. <laughs> coming back and biting you in the ass, literally.
3: Well, they back. could always take his tongue and be done with it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that would be the end of him. He would be his way out of shit at that point. So, back to the Nick and Troy show. They're walking around in uh, Vicodin tequila haze, which must have been... I don't know how Troy was even standing. if He wasn't much of a drinker and he's... Taking Vicodins with tequila, that boy would be done after about one and a half shots. <laughs> but uh, he, they enter the slaughter yard, which is, of course, functioning as a drug den. And uh, I love Nick comes up to the bar and he's like, I hear you're the guy that's got the things. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, what kind of things? And he has a wide assortment of lovely drugs. But uh, Nick wants uppers. Uh Bumping yeah. away, <laughs> but he's he said amphetamines. It's like that's pretty much as far up as you can get, except for uh, zombie adrenal glands, because he brings out two glasses and uh, a big nasty looking jar, which is not pickled eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but they yeah. never said zombie. They said pig.
1: Did he say pig? Yeah, he or said yeah. pig. The, the, the word zombie wasn't actually used. It was, what, what was it? It was the girl earlier when Troy was eating. Right, she
0: said zombras.
1: Yeah, which is the closest you're going to hear to zombie. Right.
3: That is zombie in Spanish, but he, the, the butcher said pig.
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I thought it was indicated that it was walker uh, brain stems or something. Because he made the comment about strong enough to wake the dead, and I thought that's what—that's uh, what he was alluding to. Maybe pigs just the code word for it. It's illegal to sell zombie brain stems, which it should be. I'm sorry, you know, free drug advocates and stuff, which I'm usually one, but no zombie adrenal glands. It's not <laughs> good for our children.
2: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> Troy tries to leave, and. Uh, and disgust I gotta say that when Nick relapses he relapses like a fucking boss yeah'm <laughs> right, kidding,
2: right. I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: you know another point that was brought up on on talking dead as they're walking over there of course they're going past the brothel yeah and and they were talking about just how much it should just reek and stink in there considering oh, how sure. water's a yeah. premium nobody can bathe I'm yeah. pretty sure they're out of wet wipes.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't even <laughs> want to
1: think
0: about that.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, it'd
1: be no worse than Deadwood, but you know, of course, those are both worlds where everybody's, get, you know, knows staff, So getting
0: a accost- custom custom things like that, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, uh, Nick did not just jump back on the wagon. He he strapped a fucking jet engine to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a Jado pack, is what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so Troy tries to leave but again pure pressure Nick eats the gland and Troy caves in and eats his too Alicia and Diana eat the potatoes inside an abandoned store and Diana explains that she sells the fingers and teeth to the Mexicans as we said earlier
3: right I oh, love Troy's acting in this though he yes. was so scared shitless yeah <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh I loved it
2: because yeah, he he he's in a world element. he
3: doesn't know yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, but uh, Alicia and Diana. Uh, Alicia tells Diana that she's traveling alone to a place in the desert. And Diana warns her that every town has been picked clean and declares that she doesn't keep company. We're not going to be friends. You know, in a contemplative moment, uh, Alicia asks, you know, who gets used to all this? Mm-hmm. And Diana gives one of the best lines of the night. If a woman puts her mind to it, she can get used to anything. And mm-hmm. I got thinking about this, and it's like... I'm loving that this show is. I I wish more people watch this because I don't think they understand what a a great, like, feminist show it is. And it's, it's starting to get to the point that women are just the women of this show, and even like people like Michonne, but she's fallen from grace because she loves Dick Rick, uh, or Rick Dick. (laughs) Um, it's like just the women are just kind of like you know you men are fucking everything up you know that's why when nick tells her safety in numbers it's like that's what all the men are always saying is like safety in numbers follow us you'll be okay and the women are are slowly beginning to learn like as i said carol and alicia are like no you guys are fucking idiots i'm gonna go off on my own and be okay You, you know best of luck to you but uh Although Alicia, you know, Madison kind of flies in the face of of the men being the only idiots in the, in the apocalypse rule, but um, I think you know they do. They the women get like super strong and independent, or, or more capable and of any man out there. You know, once they put their minds to it. And as far as en- women getting used to anything, guys, let's, let's. I almost wish that Beth hadn't made it tonight because I wanted to go into a discussion about what women put up with. As far as us, you know, the ones yeah, but the you, that used like to live like both with ways. Us. Yeah, well, yeah, but no, you know, on a good day, I was married for 10 years, and on a good day, I was still a nastier creature to live with than she ever was. So I have nothing but respect for the ladies that allow us into their lives. I will not
2: say that about my ex wife. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure my first wife divorced me because she never got a decent night's sleep with the way I snore. Uh, Beth yeah. has found a way of of living with it, and practically she needs it in order to be able to get herself to sleep.
0: Yeah,
3: that is true.
0: Yeah. Well, again, yeah, you guys are definitely more adaptable creatures than we are by far. That is also true. Just <laughs> applaud y'all for that and thanks for giving birth to the world and all that good stuff so nick and troy roamed I'll down the streets do nick and troy roamed down the streets in a scene uh worthy of uh terry gilliam's fear and Loathing in las vegas uh, the middle of the night encounter heard, and, and Nick of course goes back to his old ways of walking with the dead and smears his face, and instructs Troy's to do the same. And he and I called bullshit right in the middle of my living room on this one. He's like, you need to use a lot of it, smear it all over. And I'm thinking, motherfucker, you were like dabbing on a couple blush marks a couple <laughs> seasons ago and getting away with it. Now you got to cover yourself again. It's like come on.
2: Well, maybe he There's- had
0: lingering stench back then. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. And God bless Luciana, uh, apparently was able to get used to that. But, so they, they, yep, they wander right in and do the trippy, they got the trippy camera effect going on this whole time, just the wiggly, wavy, yeah, I'm on painkillers and tripping my ass off uh, camera filter. And uh, which is quite accurate, I must add, from experience and such things, Um, the world does kind of look like that sometimes. On the right particular glands, Um, in (laughs) medicine, I have never eaten a gland, okay, of any kind, adrenal or otherwise. I just want to state that for the record. But if you're going to,
2: if you're going
0: to, adjusted some funguses. No, no, but if you're going to eat a gland. I, I
1: mean the locus, uh, is it carulus? Is that what it was called? Because that's probably. that's that's the part that actually creates the norepinephrine, right. which is what increases your arousal, your alertness. It's it's the one that that, that yeah, that's the one that gets you going. You know, that's probably so, a
0: lovely buzz, yeah. But uh, it's the same reason I don't worry about eating the worm when I drink tequila. Is I don't want to, so.
3: Well, you know, I had a big problem with, uh, when Troy did it, you know, he really should have been throwing up.
0: I oh, really. should have had a heart attack instantly. Yeah. Because <laughs> He's got the Aussie gene. Like Nick has developed. That's that
3: like way too much for a person who's never, uh, <laughs> you know, done drugs that, that would just fucking lay him out. So you know, Are you
1: talking like the angel and preacher. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The first speedball, it's like, oh, too much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, imagine Cassidy if he get his hands on some fucking adrenal glands. That would be a fun show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>.
0: <laughs> So we get Ophelia's last words. Oh, wait, no. I messed up. Uh, Madison cleans up Ophelia's room and realizes that Nick took some of the Vicodin and, uh, Daniel stops by and he asks about Ophelia's last words and Madison starts to tell a white lie to which Daniel basically shoots her a look that says, try again if you want to live. (laughs) And Maddie tells him the truth finally and he informs her that she can still come to the dam. Magic Magic Maddie powers. He informs her that she can still come to the dam and bring Strand and Walker, which I've decided I'm sure is just Daniel giving up. And he knows that hanging out with Madison will eventually it's like suicide by Madison. If you hang out with her long enough you will get taken out and put out of your misery. So I think Daniel's just like ah, you know He's waiting for his turn. Yeah, pretty much is like this is my easiest way to, to leave this fucked up world is hang out with this crazy woman, so let's do it. Not really. The easiest way he can just turn the gun on himself. Right, but yeah you know, maybe doesn't have the stones to do it and he's just like my best bet is suicide by Maddie. and he's a religious man he's safe that way if he gets murdered by hanging with Maddie it's not suicide and presumably the Catholic God will allow him
2: in so I did like Daniel's line about Alicia that he can't blame her for wanting to get away from it all right oh yeah there's definitely a weariness about Daniel now yeah that wasn't there before that's why I said if he
0: had let himself just get bitten by I would have been totally okay with it. Would have made sense. But uh Suicide by Maddie will be a lot more exciting, so I'm game. So Alicia wakes up, finds Diana fixing her car outside, and the herd approaches and they're like just casual zombie killing. We're not friends, we're not lovers, we're just casual zombie killers. Is this like being fuck buddies? I think so. so yeah exactly zombie <laughs> fuck buddies
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we fuck go buddies. kick some
0: ass together and, no uh, string attached just killing yeah. yeah Diana asked Alicia if she ever thought of selling her hair You and they should part ways so don't even her,
3: think about it
0: yeah <laughs> Which is, you know, uh, significantly less creepy than selling finger bones and, and freaking teeth, in my opinion. But, you know, people still need wigs and shit,
2: I guess. I don't think Vox of Love is still operating. No no, no,
1: no, no. But, you know, definitely you you want to get it from a live person that's been taking care of it. Because, man, zombie hair is messed up.
0: Yeah, I really think that
1: would be <laughs> I would never
3: out. want a piece of Nick's hair.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Boy does not not have a respect for care for a hair product at all.
1: But you know the or whole. For hygiene thing, or himself or. <laughs> it
3: made me a, wonder what type of brujeria is going on with the whole hair thing because it is Mexico.
0: So right, I mean that's not even exclusive to Mexico. Hair is is always a mystical element of someone. You know, you have power over someone if you get something from them so yeah
3: exactly yeah.
0: you and me gotta sit down and talk magic someday Beth uh,
3: we should no <laughs> I'm
0: right uh,
2: here <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I mean I want to get Gene in on it too because he's a pagan and I'd like to hear his take on it it will be a uh, mindless drivel someday Uh, Alright, wrapping it up, Madison prepares to return to the dam, and Nick informs her that he and Troy are going to stay at the outpost to have a little honeymoon together uh, and to secure a toehold for future trading. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, sure.
2: Madison is oddly okay with this. No, 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 no no, just, no, 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 no. The
0: look on her face said it all. She just that knows, was, that yeah. was the
1: best piece of acting from her the entire episode. Right.
0: There. I agree, yeah. Just,
1: uh, just amazing to see, you know, what, what what went through her mind and, you know, just the, the conclusion that she came to. That was beautiful.
0: What, yeah, it was. What, what it was, we saw. It was heartbreak mixed with, of course, he's gone back to it. You know, he yeah. had no choice, you know. basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh, maybe I, uh, she
3: just didn't want to deal with this shit right now.
0: Yeah, she has no choice. She's just, Maddie's literally just kind of going with the friggin' tide at this point. I think you know she's kind of given up her little quest to to be in control of everything, right. which is the best place for her is to be just wasted and do what other people tell you to do for
2: a fucking change. Man, it's <laughs> it's the best thing for you and the world in general. So I mean, this is even bigger because I mean. Th- Nick is the person she turned on the fucking lights at the hotel for yeah and now it's like she's she's finally kind of given up on him
0: yeah and she had some, some really good the, the embrace was, was really nice and the goodbye um, but yeah I, but I think she also knows that Nick's you know, despite how fucked up he is he tends the he has the magic Maddie powers too somehow that he <laughs> He lucked his way out of some horrible shit. Yeah, but, you know, she should have
1: shared useful information with him about the zombie apocalypse. She goes, if you get shit-faced drunk or stoned or whatever, likely a herd of walkers is going to come and try and get you. It happened to me in Strand at a bar once. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but did she share that? No. And look what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Nick Nick knows all he has to do is squish ahead somewhere and put on some makeup and he's good to go and get more party buddies. So, so yeah. Uh, Madison simply tells him that he knows where to find her, and I'm I'm sure somehow he'll get there next episode. I don't know about Alicia; uh, she may remain off on her own. Which- it be interesting and would make a lot more sense. I hope she doesn't just go running back for the finale, frankly. I kind of hope they keep Alicia separate for a while.
1: She's going to find that cabin with her friend. Mhm. And there's going to be nothing there, no way to survive. And so there she's going to say, I know a place
0: maybe yeah. i don't know i mean we're kind of led to believe the cabin
1: no 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 she's right? she, she's she's gonna say i know place we gotta stay away from this dam because my mom's there and she's gonna ruin it but if we <laughs> keep going north
0: <laughs> yeah there you go yeah I, I think alicia's at least gonna be the, the smart one maybe nick too maybe nick's just like i just need to stay the fuck away from mom and if I don't see a large explosion in the direction of the dam in, like, a week, maybe I'll go see if she's okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone's fleeing Tornado Maddie, except Strand, and he may pay for it, but I still think... Because
2: you know, Strand is his own tornado.
0: Yeah, I think he somehow sold them out, and that could be an interesting... It's going to be an interesting couple episodes next week, that's to be certain. But-
1: you know, based on, based on all that, I think, actually... I think Daniel's going to survive a while longer. And I think Daniel is going to be the one to kill Strand. Mm -hmm. But it's not just going to be a pop dead. It is going to be the thousand hells death.
3: (laughs) Okay. I want to come up. (laughs) I'm going to change the conversation for just a second because I want to touch base on something you said. uh, I think it was last week, Scott, Mm -hmm. about the whispers. And I got to say, I think that Daniel is the whisperer from all the signs he's gotten from God, like the lightning and, and the many times he shouldn't, he should have died. I think it's possible that he may be the whisperer.
0: Did you guys read ahead in the comics or something?
3: He's meant to do something. No, Um, I, that's just my assessment.
1: Yep, we have not been reading the comics, so
0: I've been trying to stay away from. I mean, they said they're the big announcement. What was the new announcement, Mike?
2: Well, it wasn't really an announcement; it's more speculation. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. But, uh oh! But the day of the announcement of the crossover, M- Michael Cudlitz, who we all know is Abraham.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I did see that earlier. Yeah, he
2: type. He tweets that crazy shit is about to go down. Hmm. See y'all on the other side. Hmm. I guess I'd be. I don't know if I care. How would he I, even know? Well, it, what if he? If he's uh, if he, if it's him, he might know. Oh, if they're planning it, they've talked to him by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: okay. His head's got the consistency of a watermelon in the movie Final Destination. No, uh, I'm he's, the,
0: <laughs> the only way they can do this, there's two ways they can, two or three ways they can do this. One of the main ways would be to have one of the
2: Walking Dead. Characters show up as part of their backstory. Oh,
1: right? that's
3: yeah. very I, Think about too. it. He
2: makes sense because he's in Texas. He's closer to them
1: than yeah, anyone this else.
2: True. This is right. true.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I'm not sure I give a shit about that.
1: Yeah, so. I, I, I kept the, the way I looked at it. I figured someone from Fear was going to show up on The Walking Dead, you know, down the road years later. Yeah, but, right, but, but, the but, th- this, but the
2: thing is, you only do a stunt like this for ratings. And right. fear needs the ratings more than The Walking yeah. Dead does. It really sucks because it's a better goddamn show. But, right and
1: now. since it's my, Michael Cudlitz said that, so we can assume Abraham's going to be the one to show up. And
0: that that will suck, in my opinion. I, I don't. I, I mean, it'll. I guess it'll. Now nah, you know because he's too fucking cartoony for this show. I don't His know. Character is... Will we see some pre? Uh, well, maybe pre, he's
2: not the pre
0: pre mullet Eugene.
2: Or of... hold the cartoonyness is. A, is from exposure to Eugene for that so much time maybe. well maybe
3: it's possible that this is before he actually met you, Eugene uh, there's gotta be a reason for the story to tie together at some point you, you know most shows do this if you're gonna uh, go off and create a different show you know what I mean and I like the fact that they're doing it I, I'm I think it's kind of brilliant, in my opinion. If you want to get ratings up, yeah. But, uh, AMC
0: might have just paid him a thousand bucks to go throw a fucking red. Yeah, because you know,
1: if, if it is Abraham, there. if it is Abraham, and you remember his journey, you know he was was it his wife and kid that he was trying to defend and he couldn't. Yeah, and and he went through that huge huge crisis after that. It would have to be before his wife and kid died. That we meet him; otherwise, he's going to be that guy that has no purpose before he comes across Eugene.
0: Right? Yeah. I I don't know how they can. I think it'll be a mistake to do that to do him. I think it'd be a mistake to do anybody. Yeah,
2: I I, I think the whole thing is a mistake.
0: Well, I think the whispers is the only way they can do it logically. And you either have to. The only way to do that is either have a time jump in the current show or just have them show up and be like older. You know.
2: But only a couple of years, years. But the so, only you know. thing is, though, here's here's the problem with that. If you put somebody from fear into The Walking Dead, now you know they have to live.
0: Yeah, but they could just disappear them off the show, you know. And, you know, they, they were already in that rut with some characters anyway. As we said, you know, we know certain people over on the other show aren't going any t- They've been – there's nobody – certain people that have always been safe on the other show for a while now. Yeah. I'm you know still less people safe on this one. Yeah, it will be a mistake if they if they do that because then the stakes are are lower. And that's the advantage said, of this one.
3: But I have to be honest, I really see a Mexican from The Walking Dead being in the area that they're in. So more like um uh, what, what's the Mexican girl's name on uh Walking Dead? Rosita the short Rosita. the one yeah. yeah, Rosita. I could see Rosita doing it uh simply because of what she said in her past story on the Walking Dead that yeah. you know, she was with another group. You know, and she's kind been of bouncing with several. From group to
0: group and she was doing exactly. the Connor thing. She was right. sleeping with guys that could teach her shit, basically. Yeah. It,
3: Exactly, and my whole point with that is seeing her be able to come in and go out to make sense of the storyline of where she's been, more of her backstory. We know very little about her, really, and she did say on last year's Walking Dead that you're going to get, or Talking Dead, that you're going to get more of Rosita's backstory in this seasons episodes that are going to come out so maybe this is how they meant to do it
2: that could very well be too mm-hmm. just flashbacks to I don't, I, don't, I don't know the shooting schedule uh, of the two shows but if there's, if there's overlap it'll be hard to get anybody who's on the walking dead now onto this show
0: mm-hmm. ah, they can always shuffle schedules and get people where they need to be got to um, that that makes sense, that would be an interesting way to do it that we see Fear the Walking Dead characters in flashbacks uh, that would be probably the most organic and realistic way to do it um, I like your theory about Daniel though, and it would be and I think they're they're definitely showing seeds of like, I, I you know predicted that Alicia could maybe be Alpha although she, she'd be a pretty young Alpha, so they'd be altering it a bit um Daniel could definitely be Beta, though. And you guys have no idea who I'm talking about. No. There's a whisperer named Beta that actually looks a shit ton like <laughs> Daniel in a way in the comics, which I'm sure it wasn't planned that way, but he looks enough like him they could just plop him into that role. But, and you know. Comic fans wouldn't even be like, you know, wouldn't care. Um, but see, so, the whole
3: uh, thing about me thinking that is because he honestly feels. There is a reason for him to be alive, like God has him on some sort of mission, and that would be the only reason why he wouldn't check out. That would be his reason for living, because he feels like there's something he has to do that God wants him to do, because he's been saved for many years. Uh, time's over and it's like it's really starting to creep him out or make him come to the realization you have something you have to do
0: Nick's the most likely candidate for like creating the Whisperers he's the closest thing to him in the comics although like the leader of the Whisperers in the comics is a woman but I mean they could switch that up conceivably without any problem um But uh, just his, you know, him walking with the dead and stuff is kind of what the Whisperers do. So (laughs) that's why everyone's kind of been like, Nick is the Whisperers over the years. So who knows? I think that's the most likely way they'll go, though, because it's got to be coming. But the thing is, that over on The Walking Dead, that'll actually happen after the time jump, which we assume they're going to do, because we've got some footage of older Rick so, the Whisperers are after older Rick, so that would put whoever they use from Free of the Walking Dead, you know, even older, like five, six years older. And I don't know if you can do that with Alicia or Nick, but you could do it with Madison, you know, presumably. I don't know. Be interesting to see. I just hope they don't friggin' botch it. And, you know, just for a quest for ratings for this one, which deserves them better than the other one has in places. So I don't know. Yeah, I just hope it's handled well. <laughs> I
2: don't As really see the need ask. for it,
0: but it we're along for the ride, so entertain us fuckers, please.
1: No, you know, it it just was it, it was a, a really good episode in a lot of ways. Of course it's got the, the infuriating parts. I wish they could well it, it's it's hard to get into that. They're they're still looking for ways of, of wowing us with the um, with the different stunts and such. And uh, yeah.
0: they're pulling that off pretty well, at least. Yeah, know, both shows at least never slack on the effects, except for certain blue screenshots. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just hope with Alicia being out of the picture somewhat at the dam, at least for the moment, that the two hour season finale that they're doing at least can rank up there with one of our favorite episodes that Alicia just did. So they've got, I hope that they can match that because that was some really great writing and great acting on her part. So I hope they don't fuck it up.
2: Because I, I don't want
3: to, I don't want to waste my two hours watching uh, nothing but a story when Alicia had so much action and such a great story in an hour.
0: I think they've been writing to their strengths, and that they know she's one of them, definitely, and and she's the one actor other than Ruben Bl- Blades, probably, that really I don't think I've ever seen phone it in on this show. Um, so. Yeah, it, I I got to think the finale is going to be a good chunk of her off on her. I hope they don't betray the her off on her own thing. I hope she doesn't just end up at the dam next week. I hope they just keep her off on her own. Maybe just disappear and we find out next season. Right, um, it's already been renewed. So why?
1: not not bloody likely.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I I got to disagree. I don't think they'll have them reunite yet. It would it would be too much of a betrayal of, of where she's supposedly at right now.
3: See, and I agree with that. I think that they're going to leave off on some sort of cliffhanger with her so we can come have something to look forward to next season.
1: Well, let's, um, let's, let's look at it like this. Okay, uh, based on the previews for next week, it looks like Strand told those guys and they're making a siege on the dam. Oh, okay. Ephraim in that, you know, in his mind, is gonna think, I'll save the world, and he's gonna open the dam, the water's gonna go, and there's gonna be no reason to stay at the dam because they're in the middle of a bad, bad drought. And if you remember 2010 was a real bad drought year. It's gonna be months before they get any rain. Yeah. So Maddie's gonna say, Hey, didn't Alicia say she's
0: going to a cabin down south? Yeah, and she put it on the map for her, too, didn't she? Well, for, for Nick, at least. I think she did for Madison last episode, too, when she left. She said, I'd mark it on the map for you. Yeah, so, she yeah. did.
3: And as a matter yeah. of fact, Nick had the map and handed it to her.
0: Mm-hmm. I hope not, then. I if, No. If Madison if it just ends up with Madison and crew showing up at the cabin, for one thing, that's. You know, it wouldn't be realistic. At that point, Alicia should be like, oh, no, keep moving. <laughs> keep on. You can leave my brother, but that's no, it.
1: <laughs> nothing to keep, see here.
0: <laughs> yeah. There ain't enough room in the end here, guys. No, Move along. Not, not for you, fucking unlucky Maddie. It's like, uh, how'd that last place of safety, you know? <laughs> that's what she should do she just Madison gets the door and Alicia just shakes her head and is like already mom really fucking like three days took you to destroy the dam well done <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah I hope they keep Alicia smart and uh and have her own thing for a while cause uh, she's one of the best parts of this show so and I, I can see Madison
3: wasn't me it was Strand seriously <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know what what they're gonna go with Troy and Nick. Probably just lots more fun mm-hmm. rounds of, of
3: mm-hmm. Oh, you're smart. So oh.
1: <laughs> if they keep if they were to keep Troy and Daniel around each other, that would go to a head real quick. Yeah. And so by by keeping them off at the 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 what do they call in this place? I keep I'll keep on to call it the Apocalypse Mart, but that was actually over towards Tijuana. Yeah, uh, I but I mean, is is if the longer they stay away, now. yeah, <laughs> stay away from there, you know that 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 keeps Troy and, and Daniel away from each other because Daniel's not going to have any time for Troy.
0: No, I wouldn't think. That. No, uh, most of the people at the dam probably wouldn't. He would remember he caused quite a ruckus at the dam too. Remember, or wait, was it? no, it wasn't Troy. What am I thinking of? But um. Yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be, yeah, Siege on the Dam, I guess, next week. So that's cool, but I hope they keep Alicia off doing her own thing for a while. I expect we'll lose at least one more main member next week, probably, because they seem to need to be cutting the cash budget. It probably
3: to- won't be till the following. Right, uh, second hour. The, well, when the season begins again is when we usually lose them.
0: Well, it was yeah. this year, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like that they kind of shake up the regular format like that, and we've had some surprising losses this year, so a lot to take in. I'm excited. I can't wait for next week. I can't either. And we will try to drag uh, Professor Allen on for this, and I might even... Invite my new girl Tina on if she's around at the time, because uh, I'm making her watch it with me. <laughs> has <laughs> she been walking? The
3: has she been watching The Walking Dead or Talking Dead or No?
0: Yeah. She she pretty much watched this season from the middle point on with me. She's watched everything in the the second half of the season, so I've been doing the whole kind of explaining things as we right, watch. As you go.
3: So, as a newcomer, how does she like the show?
0: Uh I, I don't know if I can gauge it yet. She she seems to enjoy watching it with me, but she's very gracious and in, in accepting my my nerd shows. So I don't know if it's out of you know
2: so <laughs> yeah, for
0: me or yeah, tolerating or enjoying. I'm, I'm, I can't gauge that quite yet. I think she's pretty much enjoying it. You know, I think she's at least amused by my reactions to it
2: <laughs> <laughs> i
0: tend to be an animated tv viewer
3: <laughs> we are too so don't feel bad
0: <laughs> she, I, she, she is probably joining us on preacher cast on friday though because she i have caught her up with all of that and she loves preacher so. nice so i know she's a good girl she she watched Watched all the preacher with me, and actually watched summer preacher with me, and then watched the rest on her own. So she actually does it.
3: Nice.
0: Do <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, another for the Walking Dead cast. We'll be back for the season finale and try to drag uh, Professor Allen on, as I said. And uh, if not, it'll just be three of us or four of us or however many we can get here. So yeah,
2: yeah,
0: I yep. know. Yeah, adios. Bye. Two tablespoons of cinnamon. <laughs> And two or three egg whites A half a stick of butter Melted Stick it all in a bowl, baby Stir it with a wooden spoon Mix in a cup of flour You'll be in heaven soon Say everybody haven't seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown If you ever need a quick, pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth Ooh, suck all my chocolate salted balls Stick them in your mouth and suck them Suck all my chocolate salted balls They're packed full of vitamins and good for you
2: So suck on my balls
0: You've been listening to Fear the Walking
2: Deadcast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. Ah!